0: Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky stable stars. The excitement really starting to build on Sky Sports Radio.
1: Welcome back to the show. Racing HQ Saturday. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Get involved in the conversation. Your chance to fire a question in at Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Hurls, or myself. And we'll do our best. To um, Well, we'll provide an answer, whether you like the answer or not, uh, you uh, it's totally <laughs> up to you. Now, there was a question there a little while ago. We'll just welcome in the guys shortly. And the question was, who is Charlize in Fold to? That's from Tom. That wouldn't be Tom Charlton Foreman, I don't think. Uh, I've, I've texted John O'Shea, and if John comes back, I'm, I'm sure John will be listening because he'll be sort of hoping we can get to the Borderly Quiz pretty soon. Uh, there's some texts coming through about Muns on his banana lounge and a couple of texts there that paint a picture that I just don't want to look at at this time of the morning. And Darren Flindell, as I say, good morning to you. We had Graham Rogerson on this morning and um, he said uh, a, t- a text here What about Rogie with E. Consul in the Caulfield Guineas 20 years ago? Was big odds that day. Good morning, Darren. It surely can't be 20 years since E. Consul.
0: Well, uh, well, I guess it is. <laughs> if he says it is, it is. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that's just a matter of life, isn't it? Uh, you think surely that couldn't have been that long ago, but in reality it is. Yeah, good luck to, uh, to Graham with sharp and smart going around in the gloaming stakes today. Well, I tell you what. At the moment, it's all looking pretty rosy for for Ramwick. The radar's looking really good uh, at this stage of the day, and let's hope that the forecasts of rain in the latter part of the afternoon are just uh, just off by a few hours, and we we get through the entire card.
1: There was uh, there was a bit of weather moving in, but it might have broken up coming over the ranges there, which is um, which is nice, and let's uh, let's hope that just remains for the day and it steers clears into uh, steers clear into a much later on this afternoon. It's time to say good morning to Brad Davidson. I don't know where he is. He, he gets these good gigs. He gets to go to a pub for the day to broadcast. Dave, oh, good morning.
2: Good morning, guys. How are we? Yes, good. Uh, I'll be at the Etamoga pub today, so looking forward to that. Um, I'll be working, of course, uh, for Sky One throughout the afternoon, broadcasting live from Etamoga. So if you're in the area, come down and uh, and say good day there in uh, in Sydney, and looking forward to that. But uh, Yes, uh, Darren. I've, I must admit, I've done a little bit, uh, gone, gone out to the, the wider range of the radar, and uh, I'm just hoping that, uh, it's, yeah, it's going to come at some point. Um, I'm just hoping it's after the last, but um, it is a little, I suppose, uh, frustrating looking at clear skies right now, knowing it's coming. But um, look, fingers crossed that we can we can get through the last with the uh, the latest stuff today.
1: Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. That's zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Andrew Hurley, good morning to you.
3: Yeah, good morning, Haynesie, Darren and also Brad and all our listeners. Um yeah, woke up this morning got the shock of my life when I saw the sun out. So even if it does come in, uh, and hopefully it doesn't, as Darren said, the radar actually looks okay at the moment. At least we've been spared a few hours of rain this morning. So, um, yeah, pretty confident we'll definitely get kick-started and uh, hopefully get right through. They're wrong. They haven't, um haven't been
1: too wrong lately, unfortunately, the Bureau. Right, let's um, – we'll give our horses in a little while because um, uh, Hurl's the – the behind-the-gates offer wide open for a little while. Um, probably, I think last week, it was about a quarter to 11 it went live. Yep. Uh, so we'll we'll go through these questions. We'll discuss the races. 0419 767 272. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see how the markets uh, are
3: going. Yeah, well, um, lots of people got on last week, so that's fantastic. And uh, we, got the, we got the cash again. So that was good, I tell you what. I was on Stockman. And uh, <laughs> when they, oh, th- did you call it for fourth? Darren or did you say Oh fourth's tight I remember I was sitting here And I'm going Oh jeez I, I think I, I saw it A
0: stride after the post When yeah. it was probably About a head up And then I watched The replay And I thought Oh
3: hell <laughs> Jeez he loves He loves a close Photo finish yeah. for fourth well, As I said uh, on, <laughs> I remember Tony Brassel Used to always say it Makes it more exciting When you just get there Rather than yeah. just uh, Power away So that was good not, Last week Not a bit
1: Unless you're sweating
3: No that's exactly <laughs> right Exactly right So it was good uh, We got it through Last week And hopefully It can continue to Today, but uh, there's plenty of offers there. Uh, with tab today. We've got some special offers with you know uh, various horses running top two, etc. And of course, once again today, uh, races one to two at Ramwick, Caulfield, and Eagle Farm. If your horse loses, you get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. Simple as that. So um, you don't get much better than that.
1: Let's go to the main event. A few questions here around the Silver Eagle. It'll be race eight this afternoon. Million dollars up for grabs. This is some field that comes together. Um, Mr. Mozart is our favourite, but can you, if you can, Hurls, run through the market and any notable moves this morning?
3: Yeah, well, 360 for Mr. Mozart. Let's just go through these scratchings. Converge comes out 2x3. Flying Crazy, 1 cent to win. 1 cent to win for Minx Mona. Espiona, 7 by 8 and that uh, covers out the deduction. So, 340 to 360, Mr. Mozart today. Star Tontes, it's been easy. 650 out to 8. $8 to $7. Valana. Kissum, 13 to 14. We then go down to Brigatine. It's a $10 chance and has been solid at that market, as has lost. Eagle 23 to 21. Morris's mid dad. We've got Waterford 550 <coughs> into 5, 9 to 850. Lavish Girl uh, 41 to 31 for Catelli and Global Osbread the rank outsider at 201. Most significant news out of the race this morning is Star Tontes has been very soft 650 out to $8. I like Lock Eagle for what
1: it's worth, but I'm just a presenter, but uh, I thought he was big odds today. Uh, the questions here might fire away with you, uh, Brad, for a start, and it's a pretty simple question. Vince from Arncliffe and another person asked, gentlemen, your view of Waterford today, Brad?
2: Look, I think he's a really nice horse. Um, back to 1,300, I don't think it's ideal whatsoever. I want him going the other way, up in trip, not back in trip, but look, it's going to be a proper heavy 10 there today, so probably going to feel more like 1,500 metres anyway. He's a good chance. Um, we'll find out more about him today, where he fits in the big picture. Um, you know, he hasn't beaten a heap, I think it's fair to say, so far. He beat Mahagoni there first up, and then the form out of that last race, just eight starts, the two placings. Oh, I think Maybe a little bit overplayed so far, but uh, conceding to a winning chance here. Two Mr. Mozart, though, for me on top. He'll go forward, make his own larky handles heavy ground in at Rose Hill. He's been terrific. He loves wet tracks as a general rule. Obviously, Ramwick heavy is different, so we'll find out how he handles that today, but his first go at Ramwick, um, yeah, look, I, I thought it was a little bit overplayed, the wide run there first up. I mean, it was only wide for a little <coughs> right. Um, I, I thought he should have still won that, um, but he was strong the last 50, and uh, on those wet conditions today, he's on top for me. Star Tonto's a danger, but a bit like Waterford, uh, I don't think the step back to 1300's ideal at all. What do you think, Darren? Yeah,
0: In regards to to Waterford, nice horse, but uh, as Brad mentioned, I don't see it as a positive coming back in trip to to the 1,300 metres. And the weight scale as well, he's got a rating of 78 versus Mr Mozart, who's rated 103, and there's only a kilo and a half between the pair. So I I just find it impossible to back horses that are just so wrong at the weights. I think Valana's a big chance. Uh, I put him on top, the the son of Hello Crown. I love these Hello Crowns on the wet tracks, and he's proven himself under those conditions. His trial was really sharp at Rose Hill. So I've got Valana on top of Mr. Mozart. Um, I like the way Brigantine let down to win uh, when resuming. I've got him on the short list as well. And one at a bit of odds... Um, every time I've seen Kiss go around at the trials recently, he has just trialed outstanding. Uh, so I've got Kiss in the numbers as well. So I've gone 4285, but very competitive race. Lavi- uh, lavish girl there, eight f- was she eight fifty before or
1: not? I, I thought she was double. being around double figures. I uh, know oh, we so did have some, we had some scratchings this yeah, morning, i get to that. Yeah,
3: 8 9 back to 850, it's pretty solid there. Yeah.
1: Okay, uh, to the listener, Tom, who texted in, who is Charlize in file to? Thank you to her trainer, who says Maurice. So that's oh. um. Ooh. They might want to. might bring another Marzu. They might bring another Hototsu. Who knows?
3: And Winks is a mother.
1: Yeah, good on good on Winks. Yeah, a little Piero filly yeah, this morning. Yeah,
3: saw that. Yeah, so
1: Fantastic. Hopefully, uh, mum and bub are doing well because it wasn't all that straightforward with Winks, the first time around. Um, We might go, just going through the questions here, we bounce around the races, Hurls. What about we go to race five, the Niverson here. Group three, the mare's 1,200 metres, and uh, there is certainly a question around... Nivison.
3: Yeah, this is a very, very competitive race. The Nevis- Nevision generally is, and I can tell you that promise of success today has been 650 out to 750. Expat favorite, 440 to 460. Here see is a $7 chance out from 6. 13 to $11 Charlize. Never talk $750 to $8. We've got $850 to 9 Sky Command. Uh, Larkspur run. Inward move there today, $750 to $6, $7 to $650. Lay, Dutch of Savoy, 21 to 23, and 81 to 71 uh, for 1A. Now, very interesting today in terms of dollars held. It's Expat the favourite. You've got Charlie's investment wise on the second line, and then Never Talk. So, a very, very competitive race.
1: Dave from West Hoxton, thoughts on promise of success in race five? Goes well fresh and has had success on the heavy chances. Around the I think that seven dollar quite and also uh Adrian says quite bullish race five number one promise of success. Thoughts, fellas, P. S. good he was top ranked, he was very good. Adrian, uh, promise of success here, Darren, a pretty handy group of mares for the niverson
0: You know, I've always had a lot of time for her. I I've, I've liked the way she's been working in the trials leading up to this. She'll handle the wet fine and I think under the testing conditions today, uh first up over twelve hundred meters. May be quite suitable for her because uh, she's very strong late in her races. I've gone with Expat as the, the likely front runner and probable winner of the race, but I've sort of played it both ways. I've put myself on a leader and a back marker. I've got Expat to beat, Promise of Success there in the Nibison. What do you think, Brad?
2: Yeah, I thought of it a bit differently. I, I must admit, Promise of Success, I mean, runner up in the Triske, first up last preparation. Um, trialling well, just first up on this on this heavy 10, she's going to get back how's the track going to play with the rail out um, not the style of horse that I want to back but I can see that she's got good heavy form around Forbidden Love when Forbidden Love was flying back in, in Feb and Snap Dancer and horses like that, so look I'm sure she'll finish off but um, for me I thought there were three main hopes, 3, 9 and 7, um, I've gone with Heresy uh, I just think she the, the wet tracker here, I thought she did enough first up at 1100 at Rose Hill Go back through her heavy form. She's fourth in a surround stakes on a heavy ten at Randwick, and then uh, beat Zapateo if you don't mind, in a PJ Bell on a on a heavy nine here. So she's got Randwick heavy form. I think she did enough fresh, and I think she's the horse to beat. I well, I thought uh, nine last run and, and seven never talk would would both be in the picture as well. Uh, Expat's a chance, but I, I think she's been a little bit disappointing in two runs this preparation, and back to twelve hundred with the kickers off, but it. it it's not screaming at me, but I can see she's got decent wet form and will put herself in the race. I just think she, she, maybe she needed those first two runs, but she's been a bit below pass so far this campaign. So for me, I'll go with Heresy. I found it a, a tough race, but, um, yeah, just keen to play a little bit outside the market there.
1: Okay, flick your text into the guys here, 419 767 Your chance to fire in a question at uh, Brad, Darren, himself or Hurls. Oh, Brad, have you... Is the kitchen open there yet? Man, have you had a chance to to dive into a schnitzel or anything just yet?
2: I'm actually in the car park. Oh, said good day to the boys oh. in the car park. I think we had a uh, racing HQ listener in the car just actually roll by, give us the thumbs up. So I think he was yelling something about hills being no good, but no, he wasn't. No, he's, uh, he was uh, just saying, "Well done, boys." And Imagine the, that. Up, br-
1: we'll <laughs> they yeah. wind the they wind the window down. Dave, oh, you're a mug.
2: You're a mug. I told people <laughs> that. Uh, Beat the experts competition if you uh, get involved with that skyracing. com. forward slash tipping. And I've told everyone uh, if you if you if you beat us, Gator and I just come and give us a tap on the shoulder and tell us you're better than us. I like that. Just bag it, bag it. I, I'm, I'm open for that. For
1: sure. yeah, what what can what can they win? What's uh, what what what's up for grabs if they can knock you fellas
2: off? Uh, you put me on the spot there, but I've it's a it's a, 10, a fair, it's a fair it's a fair wack of cash, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's ten thousand there, so that's decent money, and you can. You could take on uh, Gator in Melbourne and, and myself in Sydney. And, and my, my advice would be, you know, it's all about tipping as many winners as you can. And if you, if you tip more winners than us, you go into the draw to win that you know, 10,000 in, in prizes. So, um, you, you know, stick to the... I mean, try to throw a ruffie in, but remember, you've got to tip more winners. So, you know, try to throw in a, a few favourites as well. Uh,
1: this is just away from the races. It's not away from the races. It's to do with the races. It's to do with um, Jockey's Challenge... Uh, Mark asks, good morning all, the question for Hurls the Jockeys Challenge, is there a minimum number of races that have to be run to decide a winner and also what price is Rachel King today?
3: Alright, good question there Mark, what I'll tell you is that all races need to be run unless the leader has an unassailable lead when the meeting's abandoned so it's only one race left and the leader's three points clear, we will pay out, so um, yeah, good question that, as far as the The Jockeys Challenge for Rachel King is concerned today. I can tell you that Rachel King will be under any other jockey option. No, she won't be. Just one second, I'll bring this up. Uh, Tommy Berry's the favourite. Rachel King, I beg your pardon. She is, uh, yeah, she's part of the uh, listed riders today. She's $10. $10. I think J-Mac got beat uh, last week. Was it at Canterbury? About a dollar twenty or so, so it does happen. It was generally those odds it anyway. Was, it was so. during the week, it was um young uh, road three. Dylan Dylan Gibbons, yeah. Dillon. I think he rode two or three, but he got the cash.
1: Um a market please hurls for race nine. There's a bit of interest in Meg with the texters here. The Fuffee stakes race nine, group three at the mile.
3: Yeah, Polygray the favourite. Well tried today. 380 into $3.10. $5.50 to $4.40 a tissue. Hoping your heart's 750 to 7, 8 out to 850. Honey Creeper, 13 to 11 for narrated. Now, Meg, uh, the question there $15 into 12, I to 14 to 12, 21 to 13 for wonderful rear. He's been supported today and gin martini. Now, that's a look at the fluctuations. Dollar-wise today, it is clearly uh, Polly Gray that's moved for wonderful rearies, not necessarily off the back of money, and ITA certainly has attracted interest, but uh, yeah, Polly Gray holding clearly the most amount of money.
1: Scotty Scotty Marlon Fisho, Nelson Bay, is that your hood?
3: Uh, No, it's a bit further
1: (laughs) up, but I do holiday there every year. I'm (laughs) I'm keen on Meg today. What do you guys think,
0: Darren? But I suspect you might be going to talk to us about Wonderful Reary alongside Meg. I don't want to disrespect Meg. She's had a, a great preparation. You're spoiled for many choices here. I, I didn't find this an easy race at all, but I, I had taken the chance with Wonderful Reary. I really liked the way she attacked the line the last 100 metres or so in that uh, very, very slow run race uh, last week that Hosier. Was able to, to dictate up front. So anything that made ground from the back caught my eye, and I thought Wonderful Riri was one of the better finishers. She's come up with a much better gait now. Regan Bayless has picked up the ride, and I'm just hoping she can sit a little bit closer and be quite strong at the end. So pleasing to see there's been some market support for her now, down to 13. She was about $21 yesterday. So uh, each way for me there, I put a tissue in the numbers, Polly Gray, hope in your heart, but difficult race. Yeah. How do you see Dava?
2: Uh, yeah, I found it. Um, look, I've got to go with Polly Gray, the, the wet tracker in the race, can see that, that first up the first up's a concern, how fit she'll be, but we'll get more of an idea with that out of the yard. Chris Waller, is a, as a general first up, uh, has his horses fit enough with improvement to come, but um, I'm sure he put the work into her being uh, first up at a mile. She's just so well-weighted here, isn't she, with the, the 110 benchmark, the 56 and a half. I mean, you've got a horse carrying 56 in the market, Honey Creeper, who's 32 rating points, below uh, Polly Gray in a true handicap would be getting 16 kilos off her and get half a kilo off Polly Gray that just goes to show how well she's off and how probably badly uh, Honey Creeper's is off at the weights today with those um, set weight penalties conditions so Polly Gray a tissue I thought was the danger she seems to have ironed out those, uh, those barrier issues and I think she'll get through the ground okay Honey Creeper despite being badly weighted isn't hopeless either and uh, Meg probably expected more the other day it's just We'll see what's uh, left in the tank fourth up today, but she's only fourth up, so I'm sure she'll run well again. But for me, I can't go past the, the noted wet tracker, Folly Gray.
1: Okay, uh, let's uh, keep going through these questions. A few of them are coming through. Um, again, I'll just give you the text line number, 0419767272. Race four today, yeah, Snackers from Canberra. Can someone get hurls, some fisherman's friends? You don't sound too bad this morning.
3: Might be, Darren. You all right, buddy? Darren uh, sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing all right. He'd want uh, to. He's got 10 races ahead of him. No, I'm fine. Uh, now, what race? Uh, four, please. Race number four on the card this afternoon, and I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, the just, Raymond Conchul. Yeah, always a good race. Two ninety-three dollars for best of Bordeaux. dollars six fifty to five fifty. Sweet ride six fifty to nine. 6 six fifty no chains. Zucarino, nine to nine fifty. Ten to eleven. Uh, Sellers and Wallinger Beast five dollars into four dollars and sixty cents today. It is a very very competitive market is this D-Day for Sajardin today fellas
1: well just just before mm. you before you answer that there's there's the <coughs> question coming through mm. hi guys have the wheels fallen off Sajardin he has a perfect record track and distance he's won on the heavy ran good sectionals he's his first hit runs this time in, however no, no one isn't no, no one's talked about nah. him all morning and that's from Wombat there at Ram we good on your Wombat what do you what do you say Brad I mean Sajardin I, I think he remains a good cult but where does he sit today
2: well, I mean, it's just a case of, he's probably just the same, to be honest. Like, you look at him as a two-year-old, and all, all the races he, he won, they, they were kind of not very strong figures, uh, even coming into his three-year-old season. He's been a, a noticeable drifter in both races, and that's because he, his form as a two-year-old was a little bit overplayed. He never ran time as, as a horse, really. Uh, and it was more the case of getting the right set in races and, getting fast paces and finishing off. I'm not saying he's not a good horse, but I'm saying that I think he was a little bit overplayed as a two-year-old and everyone thought he was the one as a, as a three-year-old. But um, look, he's running the Golden Rose. I thought was pretty good. He hit the line well. But I mean, they've been talking about him as a milo and, and getting out over a bit further. And now he's back at 1,200 metres here. I, I just, I don't like the setup for him personally. Um, I, I thought he's a little bit short in the market there. I think it's just the better the day. Number nine, Willinger Beast. Uh, gee, she sets up perfectly here. We, Take out Jack and O who's the, the best best Colt and looks at the star three year old. Um, these Phillies have been better than the B grade boys for mine and, and I think this is the the B graders in terms of the, the boys in this race. She just got the the Phillies form line which I love. I thought she was terrific in the furious stakes. The bias just beat her that day. It was a mad fence day. She sat outside lead. North Star Lap had the had the fence bias and, and she still had the audacity to be beaten point two of a length. She loves ranwick heavy. She didn't run out the 14 in the T-rows, but it's given her the perfect grounding for a tough 1,200 now. She gets the shades on. She gets a beautiful draw. She gets the fillies allowance. Um, I think she's the better of the day, and I'm not surprised to see her 460. I wouldn't be surprised if she even starts favourite. Best to Bordeaux is the danger, but he's coming off a, a mild infection. It's never ideal, a minor setback, and um, for me, another one that just hasn't quite gone on with it yet. He might win this race today, but you know we've seen him just not quite be at those absolute top ones um, so far, this preparation. But, yeah, Willinga Beast, she's the one for me, the better the day, race four, number nine.
3: She holds more money with than the... the favourite. Sorry, Darren.
0: Um, I- I'm with the favourite, Best of Bordeaux. I thought he just would be too classy for these there today, but certainly respect uh, Willinga Beast. But I still do have that little concern about her now. The day... <clears throat> Excuse me. She, she loomed alongside North Star Lass, and they got got involved in that tussle. And I thought was North Star Lass strong and brave, or did Willinger Beast just not follow through? And uh, I'm still not really certain about that. But I think Best of will just be in the right spot up in the front. He's been in the in the right races that he might have a bit of a class edge over these. I put a bit of a watch on Natuno. I think Natuno will run a race here today. So one over four. Okay. Uh, had Tony. I have to on say that. the the win of Solos. Mm. At Goulburn, my goodness! Um, haven't seen a win like that on the uh, on the country track for a while. But that was on a good four, and with his action, he may have been suited to the to the firm track. But for the fact that James Cummings is happy to bring him to town and run him on this heavy ten
3: today, he could be a watch himself because that was just that win was phenomenal. Came from absolutely nowhere. He just split the gap and then almost eased up on it, and just won mm. there. That was huge. Uh, we have. Uh, just when
1: behind the gates does go live in about ten minutes' time, Mick just Mick just wants to know with uh, on the new app, uh, where do where do pundas go to get through to that um, to the behind the gates multi on the app?
3: Yeah, mate, very easy. Just go to sports and today's offers, and it'll be up in around about nine minutes. Say it again, just in case. Just go to Sports, Today's Offers, and it'll be titled Behind the Gates Offer. There's some offers already up there. Opal Ridge, Mr. Mozart, both top two, $4.50. There's a stack of them there.
1: Good on your Hurls. Now, this might this might be a question for you. Um, Brad, it might have been the bloke who was uh, pulling up beside you, at the, at the lights waving at you. He, he asks, how does everyone think the track will play today? Dobo. <coughs>
2: Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest, because the rail's out eight metres, so that gives them a chance to get to the outside fence, which I think they'll be doing later on in the day. But it's been a bit of a mixed bag. There's only been a few eight-metre rails the last few years. One was mad fence day. The other was uh, on pace, but probably running line. Um, And the other one was pretty fair. So a bit of a mixed bag. Um, It's going to be very wet, though, so potentially down the the middle of the track late in the day may be okay to start with.
0: Any firm view here, Darren, as, as yet? Any suspicion or just let things play out? I just think it's uh, probably a logical scenario in the, in the early couple of races of the day, probably up close to the speed and on the fence. And then when that ground really starts to chop out, they'll probably be getting wider and wider, particularly if the, if the heavy rain does start to fall late in the day. We might grab a mark at Hurls for race number seven.
1: A couple of questions there surrounding the new tab app, Gloaming Stakes, three-year-olds, group three, 1,800 metres. I tell you what, looking at the market here, you're in one camp
3: or the other at the moment. Yeah, that's exactly right. $3.40 joint favourites, but I can tell you, Williamsburg holds six times the amount of money uh, than what uh, Sharp and Smart does. And Bunker Hut actually holds more money than Williamsburg as does stylized and you can throw a in there at $23 as well so this is very interesting in terms of investment today so fluctuation wise we've got 360 to 340 for both Williamsburg and Sharp and Smart Prometo 550 to $5 Matcha latte uh, $13 no change Bunker hut yep market opinion and Cash twenty-three into fourteen today. And the other one I mentioned the other two stylized eighteen to seventeen but bets written and cobelson uh twenty-three dollars. Best move in the race here is clearly Bunker Hut questions here, this
1: uh, might be one of your neighbours here, Brad old mate from your minor what's the team's view of the most interesting runner today in Madame Adet in the gloaming and also Johnny from Penrith, this morning team, your thoughts on Madame Adet, we've already gone through Meg's chances, I think they're definite each way, chances keep up the great tips, good on you Johnny, thank you for listening, uh, Brad we spoke to Tony Golan this morning and I asked him about this girl, he said tell you what, one thing, she's tough
2: Yep, and uh, good on you, old mate, living in your minor. Gee, best spot in the world, if you ask me. But, uh, look, uh, Toowoomba Guinea, good win last time out, wasn't it? Won by the five-and-a-half in, in really good style. And um, the figures out of the race were okay without getting carried away. Only beat a horse that was a Class 1 winner at Toowoomba Prize. So, might have been a little bit overplayed. Last 600 or 37.8 or 37.7 didn't exactly shoot the lights out either. So... Um, might be tough, but uh, might find it a little bit tricky as well. Um, heavy 10, obviously, a little fear there as well. So, not hopeless. I wouldn't talk you out of horses at, at big odds. But um, I think the track's the key here. If they're coming down the outside fence, then it's going to suit Williamsburg. I think he's very short for a horse that's going to get a long way back. But he's going to love the 1800. He's on the back up. He loves a heavy 10. And if they are down the outside fence, I, I think it's him But. Look, I think there's a lot of queries in this race. Five sharp and smart, two metre. are both up sharply in trip, which is a concern. I think Matchalata run all right. Bunker Hut, uh, you know, a chance at odds. I think it's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a messy race. But look, I'll go with Williamsburg, but um, I think he's very skinny at the price, considering he's going to be spotting him a big start.
0: What do you think, Darren? Well, it's uh, interesting race, isn't it? Lining up the sharp and smart coming over with the mm. New Zealand form and Madame Adet. It was so impressive winning there at Toowoomba. How do they stack up against the the Sydney stock? I, I really don't know. So I'll just have to stick with what I've seen. And uh, Williamsburg did more than enough there uh, last time out to uh, to suggest that he is the one to beat. I thought Coppelson hit the line really well at Rosehill at the end of the 1800 metres. So we know there's no... Uh, doubt about the distance with him. It was a really good finish there. I think Prometo's a runner of interest now it steps up in, in journey. And great to see Nashville Willer back riding mm. in the saddle today. And stylized. well, he had options. He could have run in the, in the tap Craig over 1,400 metres, but they've chosen to press on and run him here over 1,800 metres. He was a good winner uh, at Rose Hill on the good four. Uh, but there looks to be a fair bit of upside uh, there. So th- the numbers I settled on here were three, nine, two, and sixteen. He's
1: a beauty. That stylized and a bit of him at the midweek is he's a good-looking animal,
0: and uh, he will run
1: well today. Um, Blakey says, Rich, if you're looking, uh, if you're on uh, on the app, use the sports icon down the bottom. Yep not the one yep that's up right the top says uh, says Blakey a couple of Melbourne questions there we'll get to those uh, Melbourne questions soon but uh, we might if I could Hells grab a market for for race number three at uh, at Rambe today this is the Cheroni handicap benchmark 78 up over the 2,000 meters and just a couple of Promising emerging types at the top of the market here.
3: Yeah, and 320 the asking price for King Frankel $4 to $460. Uh, Pink Ivory's been a little bit soft this morning. Navajo Peak $440 to $5. Inward move for Pale King $8 to $550. Ditto Main Stage uh, $9 to $8, and that pretty much takes care of them in the third as far as the fluctuations are concerned yeah, king frankel 320 went up to 340 at one stage back to 320 but yeah, pink ivory a bit soft
1: okay russell from penrith morning boys your thoughts on pink ivory i think she's the best of the day and darren i suspect we'll get no argument from you
0: <laughs> no i think she's the the of the day i am a little bit worried about king frankel watching how impressive he was there at newcastle but I'm a big rat for Pink Ivory. Uh, she was so strong the, the final stages of her 1,800-metre victory at Rose Hill, and I thought when she goes over further next time, I'll be sticking sticking solid with her. She's had a nice tick-over trial there at Randwick, And, um, yeah, I, I've made her the, the bet of the day. I think Jason Collett's a very positive booking as well on this uh, this swooping mare. So I just hope there'll be sufficient speed to... To set it up for her, King Frankel's the big danger. They were the only two I was seriously looking at. Uh, I did put Main Stage down there as I thought Main Stage would get an easy time of it up on the speed. What do you think, Brad?
2: Yeah, I just went the other way. Uh, King Frankel uh, and Pink Ivory, I think they're the main two. I loved his win there first up at Newcastle. I know it was a class one set weight but Bob DeHorse that is in those, you know, he's a pretty good benchmark for those types of races and based him by five lengths with the 59, dropped the stack in weight. 2000, heavy track, they're all six, and uh, his figures overseas stack up very, very well for a race like this, so King Frankel, I think Pink Ivory's a danger, my only concern with her was she's going to give them a start in a race with no speed with the rail out, so just how that track pattern plays um, that's the only concern I have with her, but if you can make ground down the outside, I thought her trial was terrific since that last start win where she should have won by further And I don't think the wet track's any concern,
1: and the 2,000 definitely suits as well. Um, From both of you, a comment there, Mark from the gong, main stage, uh, did did you mention him, Darren? Yeah, Yeah, I did. I think
0: main stage will be the leader, uh, along with Navajo Peak. But, um, yeah, main stage in a race like this, one thing about him, he does really enjoy these heavy Mm. tracks, and he's very fit, and he's got a good front-running type of rider aboard there in Josh Palm. What do you think, Brad?
2: Yeah, he's been a bit disappointing, this preparation. got a pretty soft there the other day and beat seven lengths, but wet track brings him into it, as does a soft lead. So, um, you know, they're, they're definitely, if you're looking for roughies, you back the roughies on speed rather than those running on, so he can definitely run one. Well.
1: Question here from, uh, from Brew from Gerringong. Good part of the world. Good morning, Lindsay, if you're listening. This might be for you, Brad. It doesn't actually say who it's actually for, really. Hi, Richard. What does the king of the midways think about today's rendition? Race number two is our midway, cote. Pretty clear favorite. Any firm view on the on the midway,
2: Brad? I think he's going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, I mean, it's all there for everyone to see. If you backed him last start, it was a bit of a horror watch, wasn't it? Never got a crack at him at any stage. Hard to know, you know, what would have happened. But I think it's pretty well. It's pretty easy for me to make the conclusion that he would have won the race. I know Mayrose was luckless in the same race. She draws wide here, 50 kilos on a on a on a wet track going to get a long way back and you know, he's just going to lob in the right spot again I mean, struggled on some heavy tracks last preparation but he won at Canterbury on a heavy this time in which was a proper heavy too so I think he'll get through it I think he'll win and the market suggests that as well into a $1.85 um, he's very hard to beat.
1: Okay the uh, the behind the gates mold he's up and running now punders up and running so let's uh let's uh, I suppose reveal Spill, the bees. reveal horses Darren who's your horse today?
0: Uh, just discussed uh, a few moments ago, Pink Ivory, race three, number seven. I wanted to make sure that we got it. Sorry, race three, number nine, Pink Ivory. Just wanted to make sure we got in in an early part of the day, just in case uh, it goes pear-shaped later.
1: Good good thinking. Good thinking, Tarrantz. Very logical thinking. What about you, Brad?
2: Uh, I've gone with Walinga Beast. Uh, I think she's the, the best of the day. I'm pretty keen, and I'm pretty keen she starts shorter than 460
1: as well. I am denied today about sort of wanted to be with and not, not that I looked at the punters panel and they might have had a horse that I quite liked and good luck to the punters panel of mm. course we're only too supportive of of, uh, of those who have bet there as well I've gone with expat a bit concerned about Brad's sort of a little half cold on her and I, I, I get that I, I just think that jumps can take control just if you're talking top four you'd need you know you'd need four, mares to really charge over the top, which could easily happen, but I'm race five, number two, expat, yeah, to I'll, at least run top four.
3: Yeah, well, I've got Cote, and if that doesn't run top four, fair dinkum, I'll give it up, uh, and I think it'll be winning as well, so I've gone pretty, uh, yeah, pretty conservative today, which means these are our selections. Race two, number 12, Cote. Pink Ivory, Race 3, Number 9, Race 4, Number 9, Willinga Beast, and Race 5, Number 2. Now, the dividend today will go for $4.50, so very generous uh, offer there. Go to Sports, down the bottom on your tab app, Sports, Today's Offers, and it's sitting there behind the gates multi, and it's a similar scenario with the website, Sports, Today's Offers, and it is open. So, just repeating, uh, Race 2, Number 12, Kote, Race 3, Number 9, Pink Ivory. Race 4, number 9, Walinga Beast. And race 5, number 2, Expat. It's open now. Maximum bet 25. Good luck. Uh, no, effort. it's not. It's 30. Is it 30? Let me tell you. you uh, it's 25. 25. Yeah, 25. Yep. Alright. Good
1: luck if you're playing today. Race 6, the agency Tap Craig. Race named after in honour. Of two uh, more broadcasting legends as far as Sky Racing and Racing Radio and broadcast concern, and half a million dollars up for grabs here. It's race number six, and a, a question on the back here, Hurls, please, the market.
3: It, it's a really good betting race. Uh, Opal Ridge, the favourite, and. Stepped into it this morning. It's three ten into a two dollars eighty. Zoo Tiger came out. Uh, Bergen is seven to five fifty. $5.50. Five fifty to six fifty. Hawaii five zero. Dashing Legends, seven to six fifty. Uh, Basque ten to seven fifty. Eleven dollars solid. Ringmaster now deductions there significant for Zoo Tiger. Thirty three by eighteen. One by one. Sandpaper and stylized. 5 by 6 So that's a look at the fluctuations. Let's have a look because this will give us a better gauge uh, in terms of dollars held today. And it's Opal Ridge clearly in front of Hawaii Five O oh, dashing legend. A little bit of support there for Pericles, uh, which is a $15 chance.
1: Okay. Uh, Paul from Putney texts in, and Paul asks about Opal Ridge, guys. Has she, has she been up for too long or will her fitness be what holds her in good stead today brad for race six the tap craig the comment and the thought is where is oprah ridge at the moment in the scheme of things
2: yeah it's funny isn't it racing you can look at it at two different angles you can definitely look at it as a positive and that race fitness or you can say fix up now does she have another a big run in her for uh uh, you know, I feel like that's had a pretty tough sort of campaign. Um, and on trial at 1,400, look, I think she's a terrific chance. But I must admit, I almost spilt my week picks this morning when uh, I saw Zoo Tiger come out. I mean, <laughs> this was just put on a silver platter for him. I mean, heavy track, no issue, perfectly weighted, straight to the front and good night. But um, I, be- I believe I read that they're trying to make him a-, a stallion, so maybe, you know, trying to just keep a bit in the tank for... For, um, for maybe another race later on, but uh, yeah, I thought he had the the two hundred eighty seven thousand dollars first prize check just thrown up there. But anyway, um, uh, John O'Shea, I'm sure he's got plans later on for you know to get him that that stallion prospect, which of is going to mean a lot, lot more for the owners in terms of dollars. So, uh, uh, so that's left me with number twelve, Dashing Legend. I think she's been terrific in in her last two wins. Um, the latest, I thought she was great. She worked early, and then able to hold on to beat insurrection who's won since all the siblings have won at 1400 plus i think she'll run really well if she handles the the heavy 10 but like i said uh, i think it's a pretty open race now that the fade's out here yeah,
0: well, the one thing zoo tiger scratching's done to the race it's it's really opened it up because like brad i just thought zoo tiger was a good thing but now it makes you look at all the the other possibilities i'm a fair fan of hawaii 5-0 Ah, uh, the great old TV show. Uh, the the brother here to live at Go Meaney. on, go uh, on.
1: How does it go again?
0: Oh, Jesus! Oh, that long. Ago now. <laughs> we'll leave that up. To get you in a Curry. Hawaiian shirt next time in the callers box. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Well, John Tapp and Ian Craig will be coming up for a visit uh, through the day, Excellent. and uh, we'll get them on Sky Sports Radio through the afternoon. And I'll get a tip from both John and Ian. But I want to get it in the form of just a little phantom the last 50 metres, their version um, of how they think the race will pan out. Unreal. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, 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 yes, Boydo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I've got Hawaii 5.0 on top now over Opal Ridge. And I really like the way the dashing legend's going. I thought they were the main three hopes in the race now, 6.11 and 12.
1: Okay, um, Darren, before we let you go, your best value and those that want to partake in your quaddy thoughts today, please.
0: I'll make wonderful Riri uh, my best value of the day now at $13. I really think she's a winning chance and uh, good value at the price. Now, what I'll do with the Quaddy do you mind if I do the early quaddy instead?
1: You're most but welcome, Darren.
0: I feel safe we'll get through with that. And You're uh, most welcome. Okay, so race three, uh, nine and ten, pink ivory, king, Frankel. Simple as that. Uh, race four, one best of Bordeaux, four Nituno. You know? I better put uh, Salos in there, number eight, and nine Willingar Beast, one four eight nine. In the fifth, one promise of success, two expat, and seven never talk, one two seven. And in race six, six Hawaii five zero, oh, eleven Opal Ridge, and twelve Dashing Legend. So uh, that's it for me. Good
1: calling, Darren. Hopefully, uh, yeah, the clouds steer clear and we get through a great program.
0: Yeah, let's hope so. It's mm. uh, it's looking really good at the moment.
1: Good on you. Darren Flindell, always good to uh, have him join us uh, before the races um, on Behind the Gate. Now, Brad, before we get your best, um, a few questions here. Interested to hear Brad's thoughts for the might and power. Fairly confident Animo won't be able to run down alligator blood again today, the critic. And also, Cheryl from Canberra, should I sell a kidney to Bax Zaki? Brad.
2: Oh, gee, I wouldn't be telling him. <laughs> no, don't do that. But... Uh Look, a fascinating race, isn't it? The uh, the Martin Power. I, I think he's priced too aggressively. Animo, I must admit, I've, I've taken him on a few times and got burned. But um, you go back through the form, this preparation, and pretty much every horse he's beaten has done very little this campaign. Uh, there hasn't been a winner behind him in both runs, uh, and they've all come out, and some have gone to Melbourne and just gone plain, and the others have been a little bit disappointing in the market as well. So. I think he's too short at 2.40 in a race where Zaki, I'm Thunderstruck, Alligator Blood, Mwunga, they can all win. And even Mr. Brightside's, you know, not hopeless. So, I think he's priced too aggressively. I mark him $3, $3.20. I'm with Alligator Blood. I think the fact that track's back to a soft six now is definitely going to help. It's not going to get any worse than that. I don't think there's any rain predicted. Uh, Look, he was strong there the other day. He's going to get the same sort of run out in front. Sure, he's got to run 2,000, but so does I'm Thunderstruck. So does Zaki, who has done it in that Queen Elizabeth, but he can peak late in his races as well. I'd prefer him to lead, and I thought he was pretty plain there the other day, or be it only second up. So, for me, alligator blood on top, and 650 seems backable. And in the Caulfield Guineas, I'm with uh, Golden Mile. I, I can see there is a di- there is a uh, query at the mile, no doubt about that, but um, the end of a race is the byproduct of the start of the race, and if you watch him the other day, he had to work overtime to get outside the lead he was less exposed in front for a long time. So everyone looks at the last 100 and goes, oh, he won't run a mile. But everyone forgets about all the all the work he did early. Different story today. He does absolutely zero work, does not spend a penny in the run. James McDonald jumps on board. And if you go back to Sue starts ago, when he won at 1,400 with the exact same run he's going to have today, he, everyone would have said, oh, mile's absolutely perfect for it. Mm. So... Um, I think everyone's forgetting that, and, and I've got to stick with him. Number, number three, Golden Mile to beat Berkeley Square there. But uh, best for me at Ramwick, um, race four, obviously, Willinga Beast, which is number nine, and race one, number two, Jalmari. He's an absolute swimmer, ran fifth in an Ajax Stakes on a heavy track behind Brutality, beaten half a length behind Brutality, who'd be a dollar 10 in this race. If he runs up to anywhere near that, he'll be very hard to beat, but he does get back, so you will need luck. Race one, number two, Jal Murray, and race four, Willinga Beast.
1: Good on you, Brad. What what pub are you at again, if anyone wants to come and say hello?
2: Uh, the Edamoga pub out here uh, near Kellyville. So you come out and, and say day. We'll be uh, obviously on air throughout the afternoon, but plenty of time to say good day and um, and give you a late tip if you're looking for one at the uh, the tab. Or, and I think uh, after the Steve, Silver Eagle as well, the first 20 palmers or palmies, I don't know how you want to say it, A free, so make Mm. sure you get in there and if you do get to the front Mm. of the uh, queue, make
1: sure you order me one too. Good on you, mate. You enjoy the day and they better let you get in there and get set up.
2: Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Brad
1: Davidson, Darren Finnell, thank you, guys. Uh, Polar from Balgala, just down the road. Natuno, Bunker Hut, promise of uh, of success. The treble, just get on. Scott... Fair income, guys. A $25 max bet is not enough to get excited about on the behind the gates multi. Sorry, Scott.
3: Some people's $25 or others' Sorry, $2. And we Plenty I'm, of people are taking it I'm up. Tip,
1: so. I'm tipping that takes the family out for dinner yeah, for a that's lot of people.
3: exactly right. Yeah. Paid for some yum yumcha. Sorry, Scott. Yeah. Um. Yep, so that is still open. Just go to sports, today's offers, and it is there under the the behind-the-gates multi. It's not the only offers we've got today. Ramwick, Caulfield, and Eagle Farm races one and two. You get a free shot at the stumps. If it loses, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. I'll tell you what, they've been getting involved with that. Don't worry about that. Uh, There's also... Uh, Bonus bets for second and third there today, and I can tell you the Jockeys Challenge will get that as well. Just give me half a sec. Talk amongst yourself there, Richard. Uh, Paul's waiting. Paul's waiting. Paul in uh, Jockeys challenge today. Let's go. Uh, the favourite today, J-Mac obviously riding in Melbourne today. He's got a strong book of rides, as you'd expect. Uh, however, today in Sydney, Tommy Berry, the favourite, $195. Jason Collett at three thirty. dollars Karen McAvoy at $8.00. We've got $10, Rachel King. Nasha Willow, great to see him back. 13 any other jockey option, 15 23 J Jay Ford and Ben Millam at $81. Head to tab for all those details. Let's just hope we get through uh, the entire meeting and certainly it's been a promising start. Not waking up this morning and just hearing uh, bucking the down rain. So good luck on the punt today and um, I think that uh, sees me out. Good on your hills. Races three it. to six run second or third at Ramwick Caulfield and Eagle Farm. If you're in venue, it's all races run second or third and applies for your fixed odds bet. We did have uh, we did have that as a tote offer for a while there, but please note it's now fixed odds. That radar doesn't look good, Rich.
1: It, 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 but it's looked that way all morning, mate. Like mm. it, it kind of it, it's hitting the blue mountains and sort of dissipating a little bit, which is nice. And I'm not a weather per I'm not a weather man. Who knows, but. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but I don't think it's to arrive yet. Thank you, Hills.